Thanks for tuning in to the Boiled Sports Podcast Network. Good afternoon or good evening, wherever you are. Uh, Jay and I thought we'd get together. It's really Jay's idea. It's all his idea. Uh, like everything. Every good idea. Every good idea. So, but uh, we thought we'd get together, uh, do a little state of the basketball program, a little conversation, try to keep it uh, tidy, 40, 45 minutes. Yeah, as usual. Yep. So I'm, I'm Boiler Dowd. Uh, uh, I guess I'm your co-host here with Jay Money. Yeah, this is, um, we're going to try to keep this under the length of a game wrap. Yeah, that's hard. Now. <laughs> that's that's really difficult. Those have, those have grown. It's just like I, me, they keep, getting, they keep filling out. I've told you, yes, much like all of us at Boiled Sports, over the years, you, they get broader and wider and longer and um, actually just fatter. Um, so I've told you this offline. I've told you, I think I've talked about this on the on the show, but I very much enjoy those. I know everyone else does too. I think it's really, you should feel very proud of yourself. The, the, the regulars you have. And what I always find interesting, interesting slash concerning is it doesn't matter what time you do them. It's amazing. You'll, You'll do them at one in the morning, and there's a bunch of the loyalists right I've there. Done, I've done I've done as late as two fifteen this and, season, and people are there. People are there. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I really, I mean, it's it, honestly super humbling. You know, the fact that anybody does it. I, like I, there are a couple people that I listen to, you know, on YouTube or watch on YouTube, and I'm just I'm just happy that 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 we get together to do it. Like it's a yep. it's a weird thing. Do you ever go through this thought exercise of why you do this, why you podcast, why you? I'm still not sure. <laughs> well, you know why we did it in the beginning? It was it was a meeting place, right? Mm-hmm. And then it be- the funny thing is about that meeting place, a lot of the people that were supposed to be meeting didn't ever come to the site. Right, right. And um, and then we just I think we were writing kind of an event. You know, that's we talked mm-hmm. about the 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 clinical or the catharsis of it uh, of it all. That was a good thing, still a good thing that that hasn't worn out. But there's something about connecting with people and. Kind of making sure you don't feel like you're completely insane when you when you say something, <laughs> you think something. <laughs> so. Well, I think somebody said something in one of the more recent ones. It might have been after the IU game. Um, in the comments, he said, um, "I'm not even sure if you read it because I know you read like 90% of the comments and you mm-hmm. you kind of try to keep it moving." And I, I totally, I sometimes watch along with you and I see what your 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 theory and I see the ones you choose not to read very wisely sometimes. I yeah, well, I just see keywords or things that are said. I'm like, like nope. okay, I can't, nope. <laughs> not gonna go there but no somebody said man i love this this feels like i'm sitting in my basement talking about the team with my friends and like that's so great that's like you said humbling is a great word for it i i we've been saying this for years man the fact that anybody read our stuff and listened to us is very humbling and if it gives you guys some sort of a um like you like you were saying like makes you feel okay i'm not crazy there's other people who feel this way i think most people who watch us or listen to us are completely or, or within a very close frame of our mindset, right? They're not the kind of, they're not overreactionary. They're not, you know, super negative. They're not, they're right where we are, I think, most of the time. Yeah. And if they skew a little bit outside of it, that's fine. Because that's all right. We don't, we don't, don't want to be, us. we don't want to be carbon copies. Well, and it helps us get yep. perspective of others and it helps them get a little more of a grounded perspective. But so many people have said nice things about how, you know, I mean, I remember the one at the end of last basketball season wasn't it with a gentleman or maybe it was in the last football season who said i think he had lost his dad that year yeah this reminded him of talking about the games with his dad and it really helped him through the year and i was like oh my goodness that's a lot that's a lot it's incredible so if we even have an ounce of that sort of impact then it's totally fun worth it and it's fun for us so that's like you know we're not this is this is easy because this is fun stuff um the other thing i wanted to mention before i forget you 
again, I'm giving you way too much credit for too many uh, pearls of wisdom. But you had a good one. I was relaying it to my wife. But you said when somebody was like, oh, I just want to get to March. And this was like a week ago. And you said, you know, you can view it however you want and you can enjoy it however you want. And your point was, look, I don't want to. You said, look, I, I'm I'm in the final months of my son being in high school and living at home and all that. And the idea of speeding up time is not something I want to do. And I was right. like, and that is, and I think a lot of our friends, I'll call them that, that listen and watch are probably in similar boats. A lot of yeah. them are, are the people, Greg McManus of the world, people who are probably in the same demographic or similar, right? And are like, right. have dealt with recently or will be dealing with that same stuff. So I think that probably resonated with more than just Yeah, me. I think I think Greg has a, I think he's got a junior or senior in his house. Yeah. So um, I know he's coaching, he's coaching JV, right? It was last week, last year anyway. Across, so um yeah you know, i mean one of you to, to enjoy this stuff like you yeah. said to enjoy it to not it's i know it's january and i know you want to get to march but that'll get here soon enough like yeah. everything else in life right well can, i used to say this all the time like as as we get older you know like different periods of time seem like less time it used to be like if you said something is, a, is in a week when you're in high school you're like oh a week you know now it's like a week and is like now a year you're planning out for yeah. stuff for like next summer and you're like i i yeah that's going to be here before we know it I, yeah. I, well it's 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 perspective right the older you get the smaller a percentage of your life a year is right so i try to explain that to to my daughter all the time i said it's really easy to say when you've lived that long you know how quickly it passes right <laughs> so when you right. say when a kid says uh that was 20 years ago they're like what the hell does that mean, right? You know, you and I are like, okay. It was yesterday. Yeah, 20 years ago. I mean, somebody, one of you and I had known each other for a while 20 years ago. That's the thing. It's so dumb. It makes me. <laughs> so. Well, you pointed out to me, I think, uh, when I said something about, you know, these people coming at Purdue fans about, and, and and we've all we've all at Bold Sports acknowledged, if you want to come at Purdue fans about um, Losing early in the tournament, there's not much Purdue fans can say back, right? That's fair. You want to take mm-hmm. that shot at Purdue and losing a high seeds? That's pretty fair. And I said something to you like, but some of these jackasses, I was like, Purdue was in the Elite Eight in 2019. And you were like, the Elite Eight? You're like, 2019 was a long time ago to some of these people. Right. Oh, yeah. Five years ago. That's the problem. It's five oh, years ago. Right. You were, if you're a freshman in college, you were in middle school. Yeah. I mean, so think about this. Think about this. We, you know, you get, you and I get into, I don't want to say sparring matches. We're not like that anymore. You know, like, like I just had a discussion with somebody. It was on one of the, it was on a comment of a Purdue post that I loved. I can't remember, something the basketball team posted or the creatives posted. It was great. And somebody said, uh, win a tournament game and then we can call oh, it a yeah, deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, they won two tournament games two years ago, dipshit. I mean, well, like, that's come on. The- that's the amazing, and you know, I I saw that one too. It was somebody posted something again about Lance's dancing, and I my yeah. comment was, "Oh, be careful! The IU fans are going to get very angry at you for enjoying yourself at a basketball game." I don't really understand what's so wrong with that to begin with, but the person who made that comment, I'm pretty sure, was a Nebraska basketball fan. Like, just be quiet. You go right. sit in the corner. Right. Maybe your team will make a tournament. Yay! Well, maybe here's the thing: even if that person's young. You and I both can remember in the off season they were talking about firing Fred Hoiberg. This this is the thing that I that I'm like that was that's not ancient history. That's, but they might not make the tournament this year despite their no, win over Purdue. I know because they go and poop the bed the next game after they beat Purdue. That's what they do. Uh, it, yeah. Speaking of uh, teams doing what they're supposed to do, it was an interesting game last night. Did you watch the Northwestern? I watched some of it. I um. 
Northwest, know, of course, man. does not know what their school colors are. Last night they're wearing uh, Chicago or I think they're Chicago flag based. Yeah, they look like they with really, a stupid thing that looks like something flying around. It looks you know like what it made me think of it. Made me think they thought they were the Harlem Globetrotters. That's what that reminded yeah, me of. Yeah, because the ball going around the NU on the on the. Front. And and here we get it, Northwestern. You really want to be associated with Chicago, yeah, but you're not in Chicago. Right. Right. Sorry, you are not. And the funny thing is, that's probably they're trying to put a thumb in the eye to Illinois too, right? Because I think sure. Illinois is always considered we're really the the college sports. You know, we're the the team of choice in Chicago, you know, and they and are kids when they come when they want to right. play basketball, they go to Illinois. Well, and, and for as delusional as yeah. Illinois sports fans often are, they're not wrong about that one. They are far more of a sports program in every respect than Northwestern. Like, just, I, just I got and I'm, I'm going to air grievances while we're at it. Let's let's, yeah, let's, let's we can it. talk about these two teams specifically. Number one, watching Northwestern's student section is hilarious to me because everything is live or die. You watch them. So enthusiasm is good. I'm not saying that's bad, but you watch them and they're like, oh, my God. like they're like, chill. They're chill. I know you guys have never been to a basketball game before tonight because that's what it seems like with okay, many of them. They have a good theater program, right? Aren't yeah, they all very dramatic? Oh, yeah. So that is, this is acting. This is all acting. This is all – yeah, this is like improv. Yeah. Like, you put the put the really – the good-looking actors up front. Right. So – but the the, the the fan base that is getting my goat more than anybody, and this is probably – if I don't think any of them are listening. I'm, they only come around if they win, which they don't do have to do very often. <laughs> but Illinois, Illinois fans make me <laughs> freaking nuts. The victim mentality of that group. Anytime Zach Eady gets any commendations, they come around, they troll, and they're like, they'll say something about Dane Danger or Cockburn. And I'm like, listen, Eady's better than all these people. Just shut your mouths. We all know it. The rest of the nation knows it. You are the only fan base that doesn't get this. And I and it all goes back to Cockburn not winning enough awards and not getting enough calls, favorable whistles when he was there. It's absurd. In Illinois has their team back together now and they still lost that game. So, and you know, here's what I'll say to you too. I was thinking about this earlier. Um, you may need to come to grips with the fact that Northwestern's a decent team. They're 14 and five. They're five and three. They're not bad, man. They're not bad. They're, they're not, not serious bad. Program. They're not bad. I will, I will stick by Boo-Boo-y. what I said. You love Boo Booey too. You love I do. I, w- I don't know why he didn't go pro. I, I watch him play. I'm like, that's a big time player. He does not belong at Northwestern. Don't, don't. He is a big-time player. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. He doesn't belong at Northwestern. He is a big-time player. Well, don't forget, there's a huge difference now, and I think you and I are still getting used to the idea that, like, why didn't that guy go pro? You know why? Because he's probably making a lot of money in college. So you think the Northwestern NIL Collective rallied that way? See, I don't my know, son but... said right away he wouldn't have gotten drafted high enough or he wouldn't have gotten picked at all. And I'm like, damn, he's got tools, though. And everybody – here's the thing. So Boo Booey is not a guy that's going to go in the pro, and Zach Eadie's not going to be successful in the pros. Tell so me who all is? <laughs> who the – I mean, you watch these guys tear everybody up. When right. Boo Booey is on, nobody stops him. Last night he had multiple plays blowing past Terrence uh, Shannon Jr. Yeah. And he, by the way, is one of the best athletes that plays college basketball. He reminds me of Westbrook. Like mm-hmm. he can get up in a hurry, right? He's got super mm-hmm. quickness and Boo Booey put him on a rope yesterday. Just kind of just like lulled him to sleep. Boo Booey, it was funny. He almost like during the possessions, I think he knew he had time. He's been through this before where the game's closed. It's what, what Northwestern's philosophy it seems to be is like, keep the game close and then see if Bowie can win the game at the end. Right. Right. But they'll take their possessions where there was one where, Shannon was all over him. I think they tried to run a little pick. It didn't work. So he, he got rid of the ball. And I think Barry hit a shot or um, what's the other, the, the, the other kid that torched Purdue. 
Um, oh. And then then the then the Barnheiser. Barnheiser, Barnheiser, yeah. Barnheiser. He had a good game too. He did. But... He and Barry. That that's a good that's a good guard trip uh, trio. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, like like you said, they're a solid team. The the whatever. Uh, and Collins should never take his shirt off with a camera roll. <laughs> For those who know what we're talking about, go to Northwestern's. Twitter feed, and you'll see, for some reason, Chris Collins ran into the locker room to get showered with water and everything like a lot of coaches do now, mm-hmm. but he chose to disrobe before he did that, and he had sure. no shirt on. I don't. It was a very, maybe it was a shirt that he knew it would shrink. It's a dry clean only shirt. Maybe right, he's probably concerned about his wardrobe. That sounds yeah, about right. That's probably it. How, I mean, how would, I always say, how would they buy another one? I can't, imagine, I can't imagine Matt Painter doing that. I can't imagine Woodson. He robing before? No way. Woodson. I can't imagine. Who, who would be the funniest coach? Probably Woodson in the Big Ten. Izzo, Woodson. I think he, I think Izzo might might take or uh, no Izzo. Woodson might take his shirt off before coming to the locker room because he, he's got a little bit of silliness and uh, when he's he does. Locker. You think so? Yeah. He, do you remember when they, when when they beat Purdue last year and everybody's on the court? He was giddy like a little school kid. He was having a great time. And I'm like, all right, sure. But let's see, but yeah, sure. Okay, this is a big deal to you guys. All right, no, don't talk that championships are the only thing that matters anymore. That's what we're just. That's all we're saying. That's we're saying, all we're saying. we're saying. It's okay. You're in a new era. I get it. It's a big deal to beat Big Brother. I understand. They come into your house. You want to protect your court. I get it. Couldn't and do instead, it Purdue so. beat them worse than they've beaten them in, what was it, like 60 1934. years? 1934. 80 or 90 years. Holy moly. It never happened in assembly hall. So. Wow. But, way, to, way to hold your ground, boys. All right. So, so the real reason we're getting together tonight, though, is we're going to talk about the state of the program. There's one thing that... Jason, back in November, that yes. was profound, and I've quoted it a couple oh, times during different quick cast and, and post game wrap ups. I said, he said, this looks just like last year to me. Okay, so at eighteen and two, number two in the nation, number two in the net, number two in Kim Pond, number two in the nation, they are one of the truly elite teams in America. Yes, is this the same as last year, Jay? So far. <laughs> There's no see this is but everybody's the, better. This, this is what I yes, tried to yes, yes. with you. At the oh, that's last not what you asked. Game. That's not what you asked me. I know but, I know. but so far, Purdue was this dominant to this point last year. Now, yes. I know you and I are both thinking the same thing about February's almost here. And we wanted to see the downfall last year, if you want to call it that. I know they didn't lose until the tournament, but the downfall was began. If you look back retroactively now through your knowing now what happens in the future, they did not, they started to, you saw the freshmen hit the wall. You saw the team stop looking as dynamic in February, right? They were still grinding out wins, yeah. but they win like 66, 62, right? And they do stuff like that where you were like, and then the big 10 tournament, we all talked at the time. They didn't do anything really special to win those games. The other teams just ran out of gas. The Rutgers couldn't beat them, right? Like it, it it was not well, last year. Dominant. Let's put a let's put a microcosm thing, right? This year, what this team does is they come out with a heavy hammer, mm-hmm. and they hit that other team hard. They do, they've done this over and over. Mm-hmm. Other than a couple of games, they get a lead, and then they don't really need to press hard for the right. rest of the game. That's what that the team over the whole season did last year, right? They had this roaring start. They were way out in front in the Big Ten. What I mean, they had a huge lead in the Big Ten right. by. Yeah, it was over. Saturday. It was yeah. over. Yeah. Beginning of That's February. not going to be the case this year, clearly. And I still believe it's going to be four losses that wins the Big Ten, not oh, five. I agree. Okay. I agree. But so Purdue has a little bit of wiggle, a little, little bit of room. Wisconsin has a little bit more. They've got one loss still. They've got a, a commanding one game lead. 
If you're worried about that and you're a Purdue fan, that's silly. Nope. Um, nope. I agree. I, I don't agree. think that it's just not going to happen. There's too many things that, that um, you'll run into, right? A 9 p.m. tip, whatever. Here's right. one thing that I see. If I was going to say I see a difference from last year, okay? Obviously losing to Northwestern and then losing to mediocre Nebraska or inconsistent Nebraska, however you want to call them, right? Right in a short span, or not short span, but in short span on the Big Ten uh, schedule, kind mm-hmm. of, right? That feels familiar. One thing that does not feel familiar is the way they are bludgeoning teams right now. Good teams. Like really, when they play yeah. the better teams, they seem to just – or maybe not better. Michigan's not good, but they're talented, right? They put yeah. Indiana uh, to sleep. They put Michigan to sleep. Yeah. And I made this point to you guys on that other show that Purdue hasn't lost to a good team in a really long time. And I only say that to say it, it, it almost goes to support the idea that those losses are just anomalies. They're weird like, okay, on the road at Northwestern, Purdue's always had some trouble there for whatever reason, yeah. right? And sometimes you're just not sharp. I think we can acknowledge that that's sometimes what happens with sports. You're just not sharp for whatever reason. It's hard to take everybody's best punch every single night for right. months, isn't right. it? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that's I think. I mean, uh, Paint brought this up, and the guys at Sleepers had a good point. I, I got a bone to pick with them. I, I do think they listen to us sometimes. But the um, – the Colvin, the way the way they handled that story, I'm bothered. Oh, Eleven by minute it. thing they put up about. Yeah, I did not like some of that, but they they tried to put all these asterisks and explain to you everything's great, but then they they just then at the end he doubled back and said, but the body language on the bench I didn't like. I'm like, what are you talking about? I know, and it, but they were just stirring the pot. That's what yep. it felt like, and I and I feel like this is one thing you in the baby. summer. You and I talked about this with sleepers, and CBS and Field of 68. They all do the same thing, and that is. They've all admitted it at one time or another that they are kings of the knee-jerk reaction, right? The next morning, everything is great or everything is horrible. Well, that was an example to me of just doing, I don't want to say clickbait journalism, but they're but they're trying to do it, right? People want, when a team is good, they want, you know, if you're not on their side, you want to see them fall. And so they're like, oh, are we watching cracks of the beginning of the end of Purdue? When they lost, absolutely. Absolutely. And then when they win dominantly, it's like unquestionably the best team in the country. Yeah. I, I noticed that too. And they all, you're right. They all do it. Field of 68 had a thing up after Purdue's second loss saying, yeah. maybe Purdue's not the team. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, come on. Yesterday, you clowns were saying, and literally yesterday. And then two days later, they were saying it again. Oh, they're the number one team. They're the best team in the nation. Now, I did see somebody, I think at Field of 68, say, Purdue and UConn played right now. They said, I'd probably pick UConn. And I think that's fine. That's, that's okay. fair. Sure. They're a really good team. UConn's They're really, really good. good. They're defending champs. Mm-hmm. But I have not seen anybody else. I have not seen – I don't think there's another team most of those guys would say if Purdue was going up against them right now that they would not pick Purdue. Like – I got something. I I fear Houston because they're they're sure. athletic, but they're having a hard time in the Big Twelve. Like you watch them game in game out. This is different. This is this is harder for oh. them. I wonder if they're not gonna get worn down a little bit. Come turn. Absolutely, up. they're gonna get this worn down. It's it, attrition is a huge part of this. Where it's nice to have a long bench the way Purdue does. And the thing I always if you, if you're one of these people like who's worried about having to face a UConn or a Houston or a Kansas or like don't worry about it because by the time you're playing one of them, it's a good story. Like exactly. you should be more worried. You and about, I have been talking about this this idea for years. Yes, we hope we meet Kansas. Yeah, I hope they play Houston. Uh, we we that, this is what I want to go to. I want to go to Arizona and those be the teams there. Because guess or, what? Number one, you're going through the best teams. Purdue's done pretty well. 
Yes. The second thing is, okay, guess what? You've done what you set out to do. <laughs> the earliest you see one of them is of the Elite Eight. Final Four. That's, that's the thing, right? The earliest you see one of them is an Elite Eight. Because you could see Houston, I guess, being a two. It's possible, right? They could be fifth in the nation if they don't, sure. right? So you could see them in a one-two. But but even that, I think, is unlike the teams you're worried about, you're not seeing until Arizona, right? And right. and you got to be more worried about <clears throat> facing a, as Purdue has had to, a Tennessee you yep. know, a team like that. Tennessee's, Tennessee is good, though. That's the I'm thing. I'm saying that's, you should be worried about if you're worried about getting there, just mm-hmm. like just like a few five years ago, they had to get through them. And then they had to get through Virginia, which they didn't. But like those are the teams you'd be worried about that are like right in that like super good, but sixth to tenth in the country right now. Yeah. Like those are the ones if you want to worry about someone. But I still to me and everyone else, it's that first weekend that's got everybody in knots. Right. Because if you're thinking ahead. You get past that, and here's what I'll say. I'll put an early predicto because everybody wants to talk about March, and you and I don't want to look ahead, but I'll just say this. I think Purdue is going to absolutely pancake whoever they play in the first round. I do, too. They do are too. going to leave no doubt, and I hope Painter— Did you hear Chris Mack talk about that on Field 68? No. Oh, no. man. Like, And he's a guy, he's kind of a— I don't want to say a Purdue doubter or a hater or any of that. I hate all that shit, but, the, but he's a guy that is— Critical of Purdue at times, okay? Mm-hmm. He's not a bandwagon guy. Some of those guys are just all in, right? Mm-hmm. He said, he said, I th- I think it was Mac. And this is one of the things that Field of 68 confused me. Sometimes I don't even know who's talking. I'm I agree. Like, I don't I know no this idea. guy. Put your names put up. Put their name up there. Yes. Thank you, you guys are a bigger entity. Put your name up. It's not difficult. Everybody knows you and I. We don't need, you know, that's the thing. We're it's like us and the president. Things. Do you know there's actually something out there? There's like a, a guide for media. You ever notice the cryon it's called, the thing on the bottom that has yeah. the name? The only person that you're not in media that you don't have to do that for is the president of the United States. Really? There's like a style guide out there. <laughs> yes, because everyone should know the president. And if you think about it, you've never seen them up there with it saying, President Trump, President Biden. It never right. says that because you know who that is. Yeah. But anyone else, it'll say Senator so-and-so because not everybody knows. Anyway, sorry, that's your little – yeah. That's very good. No, that's uh, that's the big time. But, uh, he, but what did he wait? What did Max say? He said what? He said he said I think that this Purdue team. You've seen it a couple times where they've come into arena and they're like sick of everything and they've had this bully ball idea. But you can see it some nights and they just smash a team. They are pissed off and they're remember after they've lost. Up, Yes. After their two losses, haven't they just absolutely smoked the next team? But, or and someone maybe Painter, maybe they show videos of court stormings, whatever it is. These guys have been through that, right? They've been through it, and they say, enough, shut your damn holes. We're still the best team in America. Or they don't even care about being labeled the best team in the America. They're like, we're, we're going to show you what tonight. we are. We're just going to – well, I like to believe that with this nice little gap – when did they play? Tuesday night? Tuesday night, right? Yeah. They don't play again until Sunday. It's That's at Rutgers. Nice. I sure hope that they are doing that right now to this team. Oh, hey guys, this is one. this is one that I want this bad. Rutgers is not that good. Purdue has had plenty of time to rest. Purdue is fully healthy, and Purdue should be reminded by their staff of what's happened when they've gone in there. Right. And and honestly, Rutgers is one of the last what one or two teams to beat Purdue at Mackey. You got to yep. go back like two, yep. three years, but they 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 beat them at the end of 2020. So I'm going back four years, which again is showing my. my That's my, the last time Purdue beat Rutgers. No, 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 no. Rutgers beat Purdue at Mackey right before the pandemic shut everything down. Rutgers beat Purdue I'm at saying, Mackey last year. Oh, last year too. That's right. Their I was last at the two game visits. with my brother. Their last two visits, they've come yeah. back. Yeah. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. And the funny thing about that game, I went into the game. I told my wife, I said, "They're losing this game tonight." And she said, "Why?" I said, "I just it was Harper is on that team, right?" Yeah. Last year. Yeah. 
Harper and the other guy that I don't like. This is making me look up because oh, you like a lot of guys on Rutgers. Hold on. No, no, I, I liked. I always liked Harper. I, I always liked him. And and you know what? The funny thing is, uh, uh, the more like his personality is funny, and he will he will mess with people on the internet, which is which is pretty funny. And not a horrible way, not a classless way, just enough to just kind of. So they are. Hold on a second. This is this is two, four, five. They are two and five in their last seven against Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, this is the thing. Um, uh, Cliff is still there. I, I always mispronounce his last name. Um, he's very good. He's very good. And he's one of the guys where that's that to me, that's another guy. I don't know why he's still in college. Cause to me, he looks like, he looks like an athletic pro center. Like he's so right. long and gets off the floor so quickly. And he's laterally quick. All the things that, that people talk about. And he's, he's trouble for Purdue, honestly. He's been trouble, but bigger trouble for Purdue in the last couple of years have been their guards, right? You've had, you've had, uh, Harper, the guy I didn't like. And then the kid with the headband who transferred, who I really don't. Yeah. Like. So you want to, you want to hear a fun stat about this one? Not even fun. Yeah. The last time they won at Rutgers was 20, uh, February 3rd, 2018. Awesome. Awesome. Six awesome. Let's years put another, ago. let's put another, let's put another coffin in the ground. This is this is and this is what I said about these four games. You've got really uh, by memory, I don't have it in front of me. Rutgers, Northwestern, Wisconsin, IU. What last year? This year, the upcoming games. I think that's oh, oh. what it is. The next four games are extremely important to me yeah. for this season. And I'll tell you, they're not important for seeding or for Big Ten championship. That's not what I'm looking. At. I'm looking at a bigger picture. I'm looking yeah. at now. You put things to bed. Yes. You put the mental problems to bed. You are say, correct. Damn it, we move on. You this is correct. where we move on. We sweep IU. We put them in their damn place. We put Rutgers in their place. We get Northwestern out of the way, and we say, screw all y'all. You're and right. This is Wisconsin. good. This is between now and the Super Bowl. You're right. You're right. At Rutgers versus Northwestern, Indiana. at Wisconsin versus yep. Indiana. You can not those only do that. Those four games, I'm telling you. I mean, yeah. they're not make or break by any means. No, no. But those are the ones where you but say, if you win all make four, your damn statement now. If you win all four in convincing fashion, suddenly the Big Ten doesn't feel like a race anymore because you'll have beaten Wisconsin. Right. If you win up there oh, and yeah. then you know they're coming back to Purdue for senior On senior night? night? <laughs> <laughs> Give me all this. I want it. Put it in my mouth. Let's go. And after that, the only one I think I get a little worried about, they got to play at Illinois on March 5th. Like, that, oh, I'm, I'm worried about that game. I'll be real honest. Like yeah. when I say worried, I'm like, yeah, that's a good team. And that's a team that they want to beat Purdue. Yep. And I think, I think they're a good coach. I think that all checks out there, but I don't think it matters. I still think four losses wins the big 10. I think that loss is but, not a huge deal. Maybe that's a corrective loss where you say, see, you guys can not, still you, lose if your yes, head's not uh, right. 100%. Let's let's say that's the let's say they lose that game and one other surprise one over the next two right and they finish with their four losses and let's say for some reason Wisconsin hangs on and only has three losses and Wisconsin wins the conference do you care that much no you care about how this team looks and I how want to see who they lose to how they look in the losses I don't want to see another loss to a mediocre team honestly that is like that's one of the I've to. already seen I, I, that's the thing that bothers me most about this team the last couple of years. Don't lose to bad teams. Don't lose to mediocre teams. I looked up. You can say whatever. We can say whatever we want about Nebraska. Oh, buzzsaw, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear buzzsaw. Buzzsaw is an excuse, okay? It's an excuse. You can say you weren't on that night. Purdue was on that night. They didn't play defense. They didn't go over the top of the screens. Right. I've heard Paul Lust talk about it. Hey, we had hands in, I think he said, 10 of 14 of their threes that they made. We had a hand in their face. Well, they weren't enough in their face. Put the hand in their nose. 
I'm not kidding. You do something different. I keep saying that. Somebody's got to have the piss and vinegar attitude to stop it, right? So, but we talk about losing a mediocre None team, of those guys, it? by the way, none of those guys on Nebraska are athletic enough to create their own shot. None of them. I know Tominaga is a good shooter. I love the guy. I love watching him. He's not that good. He's not that good. I thought this was interesting. I like to throw little things at you. If you look at Purdue against the ranked teams this year, against the Poles, they are 5-0 and against ranked teams, which is pretty funny that they've only had to play five ranked teams. And it feels like they've got a really good body of yeah, work. Yeah. But 5-0. and The rest of the Big Ten. Six quad one wins, I believe. It's yeah. incredible, right? And then the rest of the Big Ten is like 10-34 and 34 against right. the Poles. Right. Like, oof. So when people talk about the Big Ten being down, they have a point. But I still think. Oh, it's a, it's a very valid point. It's very it's valid. valid, but. But you know what else? That's because the bar has been so high for so long. Like yeah. it's still a good, Illinois is still a good team. I don't really want any part of Michigan State in the tournament, right? But Wisconsin, and, Wisconsin's great right now. Wisconsin's like, they're really good. good. They're great. Northwestern's pretty good. Uh, Indiana's not really a. They're so talented. They're four and four in the conference. They've got. They, a are, they are at a pivotal point. Oh, right now. Sleepers said this: if they don't beat Illinois, they're in deep trouble. And they they put themselves in that spot where, like you said, if Purdue would lose Illinois, okay, it happens. It right. could happen. That Illinois is a good team. Indiana now is in a spot where they can't. They have to win that game. Yeah. They put themselves in a spot. They're twelve and seven, man. They're not going to make the tournament at this rate. Right. I mean, I. I right. I mean, they're they're. What are they? They're sixth in the conference. I yeah, guess they're I they're guess in a, they're in a bit of trouble. Uh, they've dropped a couple games they shouldn't have. Um, but oh, by the way, I wanted to I wanted to have a little fun with something that I heard on one of those other pods. Um, that they were kicking around. When was the last Big Ten team this good? And yeah, I heard that too. Did you know who they landed on and how right they are? Because I looked this up. The 2005 Illinois team. I that was a great team. Had not realized that had Brown it. running the point, right? D Brown, Luther Head, Luther Darren Head Williams. Like, yeah. think about that right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. good gracious. When was the uh, the very good Ohio State team with uh, Odin? What year was that? I think that. I thought that was after that. I wanted yeah, to say so that. Yeah, so did I. And that, that team, that's yeah. But but yeah, I don't think so. Great. Illinois. Let me throw something at you that I yeah. think is astonishing. So Illinois starts that season fifth in the country. Okay. okay? They win a couple games early and then drop to sixth. I love when that stuff happens. They were number six preseason, win their both exhibition games. I'm sorry, five, and then they drop to six. Makes no sense. They ascend to number one on Monday, December 6th. Okay? They, You know when they relinquished number one? Uh-uh. When they lost in the title game of the tournament. Whoa. They never relinquished number one because they started the season 29-0, and 0, and on March 6th, oh my gosh! March 6th, so three months into holding number one, they played at Ohio State and lost by one point. And that was a good Ohio State team too. Wow. So I think the pollsters said, okay, you're, you're 29 and one. You lost That's a tough Bill road Self game. coaching that team, right? Bill Self. Yes. No. Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, it's right before Weber and Weber team. He had a couple. No, games. no, no. This was a Weber. Is it Weber? This was a Weber team. Wow. This was Weber. Wow. So, so. They lose that game, and they don't drop, which is interesting. They go into the tournament. They win the Big Ten tournament. They go into the NCAA tournament, and they're number one throughout the whole thing. They beat, they beat interestingly, FDU in the first round. <laughs> then they beat Nevada. Then they beat Milwaukee. Then they beat Arizona, who was really good. That's kind of an easy route, though, man. Right, but, well, but they, they made their bones here because they beat Arizona. Yeah, then they beat Louisville. That was Patino's. That was and that was the Big East. The Big East was dominant yes. that year. Remember that? And then they got to North Carolina in the final, and they lost by five. So – 
like that's when they they were still ranked number one in that game, and North Carolina was number two. So I give some credit to North to Illinois here that that team was Absolutely. legitimately phenomenal. Great. And to hold number one for four, they held it for four months, man, from Gosh. December sixth to April sixth, yeah. they held number one. That's incredible. And awesome. think about how close. Now you know we talk about like the teams Purdue's had and not won a title or gotten to a Final Four. Imagine that bone sticking in your craw. Like we were number one, thirty-seven and one, and didn't win the title. That's as that's every bit as bad as that Kentucky team, right? Right. I think they were like thirty-eight and zero when they lost yeah. that game. Yeah. Like, but this one at least got to the title game. Right? The difference between the Illinois team and the Kentucky team is the Kentucky team had six. NBA players. Six, six um, lottery picks. Yeah, that that that's, that, that, is, lost. that is makes no sense. That it's still sense. one of the best college basketball teams of all time, despite yeah. not even making the Final Four. I put UNLV of '91 with yep. that. Yeah. I mean, like there are just not many teams that are in that conversation. Maybe that Duke team with Grant Hill and yep. Leitner and like yep. Bobby Hurley, like that was a really, really, really good. Think team. About, we're going like 35, 30. 40, yeah. 35 years You're going way back. You're going yeah. back to when Indiana was still like a uh, relevant right. or threat. Right. What? Yeah. Oops, sorry. Was that? that was we'll cut that out. No, we yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll edit it out. Um, so, the, so when one thing that naturally comes about with with Purdue being a very good team is you have people saying, I think it was Field of 68 talking about the eight teams that one of these eight teams is going to win the national oh, yeah. title. That was that was a good discussion actually, because they had John Fanta talk about, well, how do you not have Houston in there? I think that was, and I think that's a great point because because. Samson has been magic in the tournament. Why the heck not? You know, he prepares teams well. Made a Final Four. Yeah, but the whole thing that I look at, you know, you always look for numbers and formulas and stats to back it up, and I think you should. I think that makes sense. But one thing that used to be the big – the game has changed a little bit, right? Because it used to be that you needed three guys, three pros on a team. That was kind of a formula. That's not so much the case anymore, it seems. Now you need one pro, right? And then you need a bunch of guys that are really, really good complementary pieces, and you need to have systems down, meaning your offense is efficient, your defense is efficient. I would say one thing that still rings true, though, and this is Purdue's biggest problem last year, is experience in the backcourt, specifically having a point guard that can run it under pressure. He can deal with it. How do you feel about Braden Smith right now, Um, knowing that – not that he's, he looked great that first five minutes against Michigan. Like, I, I, I was like, okay, he's going to go off and have 27 points tonight. Didn't happen. Didn't need to. He could have. But how do you feel about Braden Smith just I in general? I feel very Me good. Too. Me too. I feel very good. I mean, you've had your, we were both not thrilled with him with that one, whatever the hell the game was when he went one for 13. But I don't, that's definitely. But his efforts there, this is the thing that I, I love about yeah. him. He he never stops busting his ass. He doesn't right. hang his head. I mean, like the right. things that you look, you want, like as a, you know, you coach little yeah. kids too. And, yeah. but you watch, you're like, okay, the things you want a kid not to do is get down when, when the game's not going his way. He doesn't off. do that. He, he, right, right, right. And he's, well, that comes from, you know, not to, not to do the old white guy scrappy routine, but it comes from the humble beginnings. Like this guy wasn't supposed to play D1. Right. Ball, right. really right and he worked himself till he was a prospect for that and and i i think he keeps perspective that way i think mm-hmm. he knows like hey i wasn't supposed to be here so i'm not gonna let this bother me because i'm and, and, i mean I'm, I'm i'm guessing i don't know i mean he's just I, I feel very good about it i think that extra year makes a huge difference so going back to the beginning when you said you know do i feel the same about this team as last year the answer to that question is going to be they look the same until we get to a point where things can diverge because Purdue was dominant and winning constantly and number one all throughout last year. Right. So from that perspective, no, it's not going to look different until 
but but as far as do I think the team's different? Yeah, I do. I think the extra year. How do you feel about lawyer? We got Smith out of the way. How do you feel about lawyer this season overall? I mean, certainly better. I don't see him hitting the wall the way he did last year. But I think he uh, is playing so much better of a game the last three games. Like I, yes. I'm so impressed with his shot selection. That 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 just the up and down still makes me nervous. Right, where he'll have a game with two points, like that. Maybe we turned a corner on that. I think we might, uh, we may have seen a turn of the corner. The big thing that I I think if he gets rid of this and he still did it once versus Michigan when he drives in the lane and thinks I can score against a double in the lane, two bigs, three bigs in there, knock it out of the stadium. Uh, oh, they either knock it out of the stadium, they just swallow him up, right? You're yeah. like, and you you're like, I wish that was a foul, but it's really not a foul. <laughs> you're just kind of out of control. But but him trying to make something happen. Yeah. Here, here what happened against. Fairly Dickinson yeah. is nobody made anything happen. Zach did his part, not right. as much as I think he could have, but he did his part. Nobody else did a damn thing. And I don't think you're going to see that this year. I do feel as though one thing that's different is these guys do learn from things. I think the coaching staff does. I think the players do. And I think they know you can't play scared. You can't play the way they did in that game. You can't play hesitant, the triple pumping nonsense. You, you, yeah. So so my point is, if lawyer wants to go try to make something happen because he feels like it's necessary by going down the lane, okay. I'd, I'd rather that than the than the passing the ball around and nobody wants to do anything except Zach. I don't I don't think you're going to see that this year. Um, they're going to be tight in those games. They're going to feel some, I think, like. But then if you get out to a good lead, it's not going to matter. Like mm-hmm. I I still think they're going to just pancake somebody in the first round and just like you said, just assert their dominance. You know how good that will feel for Purdue. <sighs> Like that um, afternoon or evening after the game happens, we will feel like we've all gotten a raise or, you know. You won't know. Right. You won't know what to do because you'll be like, oh, ooh, this is what can happen in the tournament. Oh, my gosh. Now what's ahead? Oh, now I like everyone right. that's ahead. Like, like, I don't know that I'll ever watch a tournament game and not be anxious, but. Yeah, that was a life. That's a bit of a life changer, isn't it? I mean, like. Oh, man. Man. They've done it in their history. There have been a couple first round games. I want to say. Do you remember the year? Wisconsin Green Bay. Wasn't that the one they won by one point? Like 49-48? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not what I'm talking about, you jackass. Uh, or 41-39 or something awful. Uh, like it was, yeah, it was a slog. I think it was against Dick Bennett's team. It was. It was. No, I was going to say, remember the year they started and they played like Maine or something and they won by like 40 points? That's what we need. Something like that. They played right. somebody and it was like 90-50. to 50. It was yeah. some absolute, the way a first round, one yeah. of them. Just, just, again, just to get the mental things out of the way and say, F yeah. Right. Yeah. This is this yeah. is who we are. Not rusty. Right? We're good. Yeah. It's fine. Right. Yeah, I, I really want that. And I think it's very, very probable. Um, yeah. But but in the meantime, you should be enjoying this to your point. It's fun to see your team be one of the absolute best teams in the country. Yeah. This whole. Yeah, but but what about merch? Believe me, we want to see a difference, too. But like yeah. like you always say, you got to enjoy this. You got to enjoy it. Well, otherwise, what are you doing? What are you doing here? And I'm talking about your brother. What? No. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, he hired pretty much doesn't watch now. I mean, that's the thing. And I, in some ways, I respect the fact that he's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch later. I'm like, so you're gonna blow this entire season. I get it if you don't like. I, this is what I keep saying. If you don't like college sports, if you don't like college basketball sure. specifically, it's okay. I get it. You, not everybody yeah. likes this. Yeah, yeah. But if you like this stuff and you're at all connected to Purdue and yeah, you're not eating this up. This is fun. Mercy. Because if it does end the way you all hope it does, then you want to look back and have enjoyed. So you're going to have to go watch, go back and watch them on DVR or or I'm like 
Find them on uh, – And, and this whole stupid like psychological thing where you think if I don't fully commit to the season, it won't hurt when they disappoint me later is nonsense. It, yes. Because it it's still going to bother you. Yes. It's still going to bother you. So yeah. just enjoy the good parts. Like – I don't know, man. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of good life lessons in this season we're in as Purdue fans. And the, the thing that I keep – like I struggle with, honestly, like whenever, you know, it was weird the first couple of times I heard people saying they favored Purdue for a national title or go to the final four, you know, Still last weird. year you started there. So weird. Right. And now we become accustomed to it. And now I just say, every time I hear it, I just say, Oh, I'm like, it's weird. I know God doesn't care. I like, I know, but I say a small prayer. I'm like, God, please make this happen. <laughs> please. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I I don't pray like that, honestly. But I'm like, wow, wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> like, that's it. Well, I just want to know. It's what all we've it's ever like. kind of wanted is for Purdue to be that. You know, yeah. it used to be scenarios. People would be like, yeah. would you, you know, you know, our, our friend at uh, Two Five Apparel saying like, hey, would you rather win ten, go to the Final Four ten years in a row, or yeah. win the title and then lose all your games for ten years in a row? It would always be like, well, I can't imagine how much fun it would be to dominate every single year. You're now experiencing that. You're experiencing a team for two Somehow we years. made the deal and we didn't even know it. <laughs> three years in a row, your yeah. team is dominant. Yeah. Go into, go into a Final Four, guys. I don't think we all really understand. That week, this is the thing that I keep saying. Oh, yeah. We don't know this feeling because it hadn't happened. The, the, the best part of the NCAA tournament is not the winning. The best part is after you've won, the time the media is talking about the next round. Right. Because you're – relevant it's your squad this is where you went to school you went to you know years ago jay and i watched purdue lose in the tournament when we were students we were there maybe many of you were there too and so you've lived those weeks where you're like i don't even want to watch the tournament and then like you get over it in three days okay i'll watch the tournament right right well you know the other thing i think about when we were all in louisville for the elite eight yeah and i remember us uh, us and many many other purdue people meeting at that restaurant before the game mm -hmm. And um, and again, the the I don't know if he likes his name mentioned. Our friend uh, at Two Five Apparel, he he commented how he goes, yeah, I looked at my phone to see how did the earlier how did the other games go that are going on. And he's like, there's no other games on. There's two right. each day in the in that in that that Saturday yeah. Sunday. That yeah, weekend. that feeling of being it's the eight teams left that are going to four. So there's two games Saturday and two games Sunday. And when it got and to produce time, he's like, there was one game earlier today and it's over. So like. It's so weird. It's, it's so weird. You're the only show in town. And yeah. and so and, you get, and it gets start the, to get and it a gets taste even of it. amplified more. Because right. next week, number one, everyone's talking about your team. You're watching the media. I mean, we we don't know. We don't know. We've never had it. But I'm guessing that week, holy moly, is that a fun week. It's a longer week, too. They don't play on Thursday. They play on Saturday, Monday. Saturday, yeah. yeah. So you have an entire six days, worst case scenario, maybe seven days, to just listen, marinate, marinate, <laughs> and enjoy the bubbly waters. I think we'd do a show every day. I think we'd do a show every day. Be, oh gosh, <laughs> we would reach out. Stupid, stupid grin on our face every day. <laughs> listen to us getting carried away. It's yeah. January twenty whatever. And by the way, uh, that's a lovely sweatshirt you're wearing. For those who are not on video, pointed out as sporting Yours is pretty agent. cool too. By the way. Oh, have you seen? Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. I'm wearing a T.A. Tom's sweatshirt for those of you old enough to remember. Wow, that that is not from our sponsor though. It is not. Yeah. It is not. It's Your, very yours cool. is from one of our sponsors. It's from one of our sponsors. Yeah, but you can't buy it.
Well, you can go to work there and get one. That's so right. Look for That's a job. Right. Yeah, I, I wake oh, tables yeah. just to get the sweatshirt. That's the thing. That's right. That's the when thing. I say the helpful staff, I'm talking about myself. Yeah, you guys go in there. You might ask for Boiler Dad to be your server. Yeah. See no, that. you just run in and you yell boiled sports. <laughs> I think that's that, that works that, too. That'll get you. Boiler Dad will suddenly appear like a genie, Bring! and he'll take your order. Yeah. Like he'll just bring you fried. Something. cheese and fried cheese delicious. and pretzels fried cheeses and breads <laughs> that's aj's on vine by the fire station yep and, then... and uh if you want to get a sweatshirt or a t-shirt that isn't the ones that jay and i have on right now you could you could have our home home field apparel and uh our buddy connor he's the he's the he's the owner there i tell you what they do a good job. They find all this old retro stuff that kind of, it scratches an itch for me. All those logos, man, I love that stuff. Yeah. I love the old-timey Pete with the hammer who's kind of grinning ear to ear, but still looks like you wouldn't want to tangle with him. And I love the Purdue script, of course, but they find they dig deeper than that. Old bold ga- old bull games, you got, you got um, you know, the three, I think the three and 73, uh, three and, pardon me, three and, what year was the final? 95? 94, 95, 96. Yeah, ninety six. The three and yeah, the three Pete in ninety six. Mm-hmm. I was there and I can't remember the year. That's great. Um, yeah, yeah. Jay and I were both there for those games. That's the stupid thing. And I that was a dumb time too. That was a dumb time. But the difference was Purdue was not talked about as a national championship no. threat. They were because... like guys that just came to work, did their job, clocked out. Right. And they all clocked out on March first. What? <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah. I mean, well, then, after Robinson left. Did any of us really think they'd make a tournament run? I didn't. No, and they didn't. And look what happened. Yeah. Kept winning Big Ten titles. Right. Um, they, but they, anyway, they, go to homefieldapparel.com. You can get that shirt. <laughs> and live, relive the good times. Like I saw right a kid. Now. I saw a, 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 a pretty young woman, a Purdue student, wearing that shirt. And it's like the old wearing a, um, a Nirvana uh, shirt. Name three wins. Name three players. Name <laughs> three players. Oh my gosh, no way that she could name three players on that team. So one thing that's funny at Mackey right now, they've got the uniforms in the case. All the uniforms are going to wear, and they got the women's and the men's in the same case. Oh. And they don't have the anthracite uniform in there, and they've worn it already. They wore it this year? Yeah, yeah. They wore it because, uh, yeah, they wore it uh, versus somebody. Um, sorry, I don't but it's, seeing it. I yeah, don't they wore it. They wore, so, it's I, very slightly – it's not like the old gray with – the ones that everybody hated, or I liked them, but the I old gray with them. the black numbers, huh? I thought you hated them. No, I like those. Wait a minute. Like, so, so I'm glad you brought this up because yeah. I have a couple of apparel. I hate the gold uniforms, which are still in the case. I do hate those. The current golds? Yeah, I hate them. Why do you hate them? Because I hate that color gold. Oh well, yeah, but I think but you like the bike is the right color gold. I think you like the idea of them having a gold alternate. Yes. I think it's that's a one of my favorite Purdue uniform traditions is that it's rare and it's such a cool uniform, yeah. but it's you're right, it's not as good as it could be. Yeah. I I I have some things to admit here. One, I don't like the retro Purdue script ones as much as everybody else. Don't oh, like I, I I at the Penn State game when I was down low, I was I've always loved them and I love them more now. Oh my gosh. I, okay, I, I don't you, know if you're stupid or blind, but you got one of those. Two things. reasons. <laughs> I'll I'll explain. Number one. The numbers on the back are too small. It looks yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I know. You've, you've complained about this a long time because you have bad eyes and you can't see them. It's stupid. Make it fit guy. the jersey. A tiny, what sure, are we? We've okay. we got to use like 10-point font. And the other reason is they were wearing against uh, Fairleigh Dickinson. Burn them. Throw them in I the under, trash. I understand that. And I was worried they were going to do that. Honestly, I was like, don't don't make the, don't take it out in the uniforms. Don't take it out. <laughs> it's not the uniform's fault. You guys suck right now. 
By the way, that uniform lived a long time. That uniform lived until the late 70s, and they had a gold with white script with black outline. I remember that. I've seen that. That is that is that's a really cool uniform. Now you want to surprise people. We're a gold bring me, bring me an old gold script with oh now if that was an alternate that they wore two three times a year in gold i would definitely like real gold i think they're wearing it too much i like their current uniforms they're home and away i like them my other my other apparel thing and i said this on twitter and i got a bunch i got a lot more people liking it than i thought i miss coaches in suits i know it means nothing yeah i like sharp i like the look i think it looks better i think you look like and I know you're not a big fan of Calipari, but he used to be famous for his Italian suits. Oh, now yeah. he looks like he's, you know. Jay Wright, man. Jay Wright. Jay Wright. Gosh, he looked good in the suit, man. Right. Like, Shoot. even Paint. Paint looks so much better in a Paint suit. Paint looks a lot better because he's not the, I mean, he's tall. He's and so the, the coat suit. makes him look, makes him, Yes. it plays up on him being six foot six. Right. Oh. Right. You look better. You look like the boss, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think, I don't, I don't, I know it was a COVID thing, but like so like because all of us used Zoom for a couple of years, now they don't have to dress. Like I don't get it. I don't get it, man. I need to wear it. Look at you. Look at the way you're dressed right now. And you, I mean, you're a big fancy pants guy. I mean, you well, have. Well, I changed for this. I didn't. I took my suit off and I changed for this. <laughs> That's show. right. Yeah, you took your suit off. Every day, wake up, get a suit and my four hundred dollar Italian loafers, and <laughs> head off to work. We grab my briefcase, Italian leather briefcase. Well, exactly. <laughs> I'm home. You've never left. You've been oh, here. Oh, do we want to spend uh, just a quick minute on? Um, let's just, let's just feed into the Colvin fund. Do you, are you have any concerns about Miles Colvin? I mean, I, 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 I've, I, I'm not going to go all the way in on this right now. No, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. So here's the thing. Miles Colvin has more potential. Let me see if I can, if this is true. Yes. More potential than anybody on the, on the roster right now to be a great player. Will he be a great player? I don't know the answer to that. If Miles Colvin See, I that that whole thing that the, the context that I've watched it, it was brought up during the post game. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've heard different theories on it. I've done the whole thing. I'm I'm gonna kind of just say this. I, it's not a big deal to me for many reasons. I, here's the one thing: if he, the, the some the, some of the real big negative people, the naysayers are saying that he said it to at Lance or in because Lance didn't find him at that point. There are other people that say no. The context was not that he had just hit a shot. And he was saying, give me the effing ball because I'm so hot. Because I'm on. Yep. And I like that story better. I'm going to go with that. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm going to believe. We have not seen any reason to believe Miles Colvin is anything but ideal this year, by the way. His attitude has been excellent. I agree. It has been excellent. He has been benched completely in a game or two, which is tough to swallow when you're a highly touted guy. He has played and come in and hit big shots when not given many opportunities. That's, That's great. Huge. So he had one or two games where he's not. But I don't think it. I don't think people. I'm, I'm sure some people. And if you played a sport, you you definitely should be able to relate to this. Coming in cold, man, and hitting. Hard. Coming in playing seven minutes and hitting three threes, like. You're making the absolute. By the way, he didn't just hit those. Like those looked beautiful out of his hands. Like I was watching. I mean, like he's somebody used to say this about Robbie Hummel. I can't remember. They would say even his misses look like makes. Yeah. When Hummel would rise up for a three, the rotation, the ball was beautiful out of his hands. Right. Colvin is the same guy. Every shot looks gorgeous. Like he has, he has great form. He's got perfect rotation on it. He looks like, and when he wants to shoot, he's nobody's getting the ball back. And do you he and Lance have that in common? I say that's a that's not a bad thing to have right. a couple guys on the team that are just like, yeah, give me the ball. I want to go Lance. score. 
I love yep. Lance. He's he's getting better. I feel like every game. I feel like he's I feel different. like he's fitting in better and better and better. Like it's, oh man, it's, it's great to me. watch. You talk about confidence. You talk about what's different. I'm very comfortable with the ball in his hands too. If something was going on with Braden, yeah, like I, I would be fine with him handling the ball. Like I just I liked him last game, getting the ball stolen, and then the next what he had two steals in the next four possessions or whatever that was. I was like, okay, yeah, and he was that. pissed off. Yes, it's a funny thing. You like this guy. We've always talked about the smile on his face, the way he's going to work, and he loves what he's doing. That's Dude, awesome. He's- but the fact that he gets mad and then he says, okay, I'm not just going to get mad and aimlessly run around and punch right. people in the face. I'm going to go make it better. He, he, right. He gets mad in a good way, yep. but he's also, to your point, he's enjoying, he knows what a cool situation he's in and he is soaking it up. And I freaking love that. Yep. Like he's, he he's knows. Doing, he's living the dream. Let's be he real. He really honest, right? is. To, to go for, from a mid-major that was, Nothing more than an also ran, right? They're they're uh, where was it? Eastern Illinois, Southern Illinois, Southern, Southern. Southern. I mean, he and Damask both played on the same team, and their teammate is one of the leading scorers in the nation. That is firepower. I don't understand how they weren't better. I mean, they were right. Fi- they were fine. They were they weren't great. They should have been great. But to to say okay, you know, I and remember he landed at pretty pretty late in the in the summer, if I remember correctly, right? It was yeah. like it was. I mean, a lot of guys they were the transfers happened right away. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but he lands there and he's good fit right away. And, um, that's a big deal. That's, that's, um, he's better. I, a lot of people, I remember a lot of experts out there said, and their Purdue fans said, this is a bad pickup. I mean, if you go back, my son did it, look at Twitter, how angry people were Purdue fans. I was upset that they didn't try to go get a splashy guy. I, I mean, I, I really wanted a dynamic score, a guy with Mm -hmm. a ball in his hands that, you know, that had, it was a proven commodity. Instead, you get a guy who is completely confident taking the big shot, is completely confident going to the rack. He's very good at taking contact and finishing around the rim. He's a good defender, and his personality is the perfect fit. He doesn't have, I think a guy coming in who was the proven commodity, who would have tried to make it his team, that would not have been right because you've got the player on the player of the year right there. Right. And he is every bit. That's the other thing. We haven't talked about Zach Eady very much this year. And, and I'm not kidding about this. It's kind of weird. We take for granted the fact that he's producing night in, night out. Right. He's so much effing better than he was last year. Yes. It's yes. wild. Yeah. That and, that dunk that he had the other night where he was being slapped at was, and I've watched it at least 30 times. <laughs> like, I was like, this this is a lot of fun. Him and uh, he and Brian Waddell's dunk were just. That Waddell dunk felt like it came out of nowhere. Just, the funny thing is, I thought like he almost boosted from where I was looking. It looked like the the Purdue. It was um, TKR who was no, no, it was Berg. Berg, Berg notched out the Michigan player. I think it was Shitter. No, he's he out of the game. Doesn't matter. He notched him out. He completely he completely created a a, a path, a lane. And I thought maybe maybe Waddell pushed off. He wasn't that close. Mm-hmm. It was all natural, baby. It was real and it was fantastic. By the way, speaking of where you had a view from, I, I see you taking shots, uh, little little cute little pot shots on Twitter about no, where, I don't where, care. That's where not like rich I don't guys like yeah. me sit. Yeah. And I would just like to ask, who is always sitting in our Did benefactor you, Ed's seats? Is it you? Or is it you? Is it me or you? Who's always well, in those? This is this is a different thing. Ed is an extremely generous person. Uh, I even doubt. tweeted at Ed. Yeah. <laughs> To, to say, you know, there's a there's a there's a, 
a risk here. If you make a stupid face, if you pick your nose at the wrong time, maybe it's going to get caught by one of the clever Purdue media guys. And then who knows, maybe I'll zoom in and gather that and put that, you know, so I'm just saying that next game that you're sitting courtside, just be ready. Just be ready. All I'm saying is I'm not the one who's always sitting. Nice try. Nice divert there. But no, I'm not the one who's always sitting in the rich office. It's not me. It's well, it's a, it's a, regardless of whom you are, the blessing of getting to sit close to the game is awesome. It is. <laughs> I will say that I do have a friend. Yeah, I do have a friend that now he's gone the other side of you where he will not go to a game unless he can get those tickets. That's it. It's that or nothing. And I'm like, man, come on, dude. Like some games you don't, you can't get those seats. It's, it's okay. You know, it's not working out all the time, but uh, I mean, I'm not quite that bad, but I do understand. You're close. Having, I know you are. I, <laughs> I know. I do understand having certain requirements for enjoying it. Sure. Sure. But uh, the, the problem with me is not so like, uh, it, the, the cost is, is really tough. <laughs> the the oh, cost yeah. of, of getting that elite ticket because it's never easy. And and uh, I'm cheap. And it is better down there, though. It is absolutely better. It is interesting. It's like when you fly first class. Now that you see how yes. everyone else lives, you're absolutely. like, well, I don't, maybe it is worth it. I don't know. Like, first who class might have judged these people? There, there are, not everything is this way, right? Not every, we, you and I both know this. We can, we can, Smell it when it's when it's not a real deal. But first class is worth it, and really good seats are worth it. I don't care what the event. So, well, uh, I'll tell you what. We almost reached our goal at 56 minutes, and uh, yeah. pretty darn good. Uh, but I, I think we 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 gave a perfect synopsis about how things are. It was tidy. Absolutely. They know exactly. Everybody can can forge forward knowing it's something yeah. for you guys to listen to, and, and just just you can you can put it on, put a fire on, pour yourself a drink, cognac. Cognac, bourbon, whatever you're in the mood for, and just sit there and enjoy the dulcet tones. Listen on normal one speed. Don't speed us up. Don't. No, not you this might time. miss something. No, you might miss exactly. something. Lots of good, lots of good deliciousness. A lot of nuggets in, in here. Yeah. So, but it's been fun hanging out with my pal Jay and and hanging out with you too. Uh, you, one of us or both of us or next post game, we'll be around and um, and we'll we'll get into conversation again. It's been great doing that all season, and we'll it hopefully really enjoy a cool. resounding victory. Over Rutgers, that's my big pick. That uh, are you going to get to go to this one? By the way, I actually am coaching at the exact same time, so <sighs> I'm not going to go. I wasn't planning that's to. Tough, I did apply for a press credential, and I've not yet heard. So I don't know if that means I'm not getting one. Right. Um, I think I should have heard by now. Um, I would too. So, uh, but I don't think I can go because I have to coach a game at almost the exact same time. So, yeah. and it's okay. better. I don't want to be in there. Right. But I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to, I think they're handled their business. So next four games to me are the most important four before March, before the big tournament. I even think these are more important than the big 10 tournament. I I don't agree. I don't care about the big 10 tournament. So been fun, Jay. Uh, Thank you to everyone for tuning in. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, AJ's and Homefield Apparel. God bless you. Hammer down and uh, uh, good night. Love you guys. Good night. I butchered that. Thanks for tuning in to the Boiled Sports Podcast Network. The godfathers of Purdue fan sites. BoiledSports.com.